Merry Christmas and welcome to the 23rd episode of Jesse's World where we unite to work on becoming our very best version of ourselves. I'm your host Jessica Lambert aka Jessica Vibes with a Z. Follow me on Instagram. Okay, today we deviate from our regular programming for this very real Christmas special dedicated to healing hearts and souls around the world and really helping you just de-stress and relax into a really joyful or at least peaceful Christmas and holiday season, okay? This is for you. This is your little indulgence, your little gift from me to you. I hope you like it. Um, Let's get started. Today's format is a little different, okay? Follow me at Jessica Vibes with a Z on Instagram. That's J-E-S-S-I-C-A-V-I-B-E-Z. And, you know, let me know what you thought about this Christmas special. I really want to hear if it's something that people like and if it's something that you think should become an annual part of Jesse's world. All right. Today, we're going to start with some breath work, followed by gratitude healing, and then a discussion around what they don't tell you about Christmas. Okay. And how you can help heal your Christmas jitters. I got real tangible tips, guys, to just reduce the anxiety, reduce the stress, build up the joy, bring in the cheer, and restore the Christmas spirit. Are you up for it? Let's go. Let's start with some deep breaths, okay? Inhale through the nose for a count of four. Then I want you to hold And then slowly piercing through your lips like a kiss. Mwah. I want you to exhale, okay? I'm taking a sip of water and I'm going to do it with you. In through the nose. Hold. Then release slowly through pierced lips. What we're doing, keep continuing to breathe. What we're doing is calming down your nervous system so you can relax for this discussion. You can really focus on you, my voice, our connection, and the healing that we're going to do today, okay? I'm giving you a gift and I need you to be present. And this breath helps bring you right into the moment, in through the nose. Hold. And out through pierced lips. In through the nose. Hold. Then out through the lips. When you breathe in, make sure that you're breathing from your belly. You can feel your tummy going in, rising, and falling with your breath. Okay? Just want you to feel real relaxed. Okay? Let your jaw relax, your eye muscles, your forehead, in through the nose, hold, through pierced lips. Relax your shoulders, your spine. Just make sure you're comfortable for this episode. It's going to be a little bit deep and a lot amazing. How about that? Okay. Another deep breath in. Mm, hold and release. And continue to breathe while we move into our gratitude work, okay? Continue to keep your breath. And remember, if you're feeling anxious this holiday season, come back to your breath. Bring it back to center, focusing on the simple breathing. Air is still free, thank God. 
in through the nose, nice and deep, and out through pierced lips. And doing that a few times will really help you. If it's the type of holiday where you're around a lot of people, you just need a little moment to yourself, a moment for you. Scoot away into an empty room, the bathroom, anywhere, or even in the car with the screaming kids, you can. Well, not while driving, maybe, but, well, yeah, you can still breathe while driving. I recommend it, actually. Breathing is important at all times. But you can just actually slow down your breathing and bring it back to self, okay? All right. Gratitude. You know we always talk about gratitude on Jesse's World. It's very powerful healing property. It's free. It's it's offered to you in abundance. It's everywhere you look. There's all types of reasons to be grateful. It's really cold and snowy out today. Um, the snow stopped falling. I'm grateful they quickly repaired the hydro lines out here. I'm grateful that um, I'm inside warm. Thank God. In my lovely home, which I appreciate. And I am calm and happy. Thank God. I made jollof rice for the first time yesterday. I'd never made it before. It came out a little saucy. Uh, so I know now to do a little less sauce. But it was delicious. And exactly as I remembered. Minus the fact that it was a bit saucy. I made it with some nice fried chicken. And broccoli, just clean steamed broccoli. And that's probably uh, as bad as I get in terms of eating. And it's not even bad. Jollof is, I made it with basmati brown rice. And it's filled with so many delicious vegetables. And so in fact, it's quite healthy. And yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. But I love the taste of tomato paste. So the recipe probably called for one. And I put two cans in. I think I might have went wrong there. And then I think the tomatoes I used were like really big. <laughs> so I think probably I got a little extra sauce. But that's okay. Everybody liked it. And my son went back for seconds, which is always a great sign. And so I'm a happy camper. But yeah, I just want to, you know, remind you that something that simple could be something you're grateful for. Okay. All right. Reflecting on the year, what are you grateful for? Who are you grateful for? Remember to continue to breathe and answer these questions in your mind. What are you grateful for? In through the nose, hold. Out through the nose. Who are you grateful for? In through the nose. Hold out through the nose. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for God every day, all day. I'm grateful for my son. I'm grateful for my mother and my goddaughter and all my godchildren and my nephews and my nieces and my sisters and my brothers and everybody I love. I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for all the support I get online with my family and friends, and new friends, and new fam who listen to the podcast or read my books. I'm grateful to be creative. What are you grateful for? Who are you grateful for? I'm grateful for my fam and my friends. I have a lot of gratitude. A lot. But even with a lot of gratitude, we can sometimes slip into negative thinking. So bringing it back to breath, and bringing it back to what you're grateful for, who you're grateful for. That's amazing. That really helps get you improve your mindset and your mood. Okay, what was your best moment this holiday season so far? Now, if you're listening to this today, it's not Christmas yet, but this is something, honestly, you can listen to at any holiday season or any time. Um, but so far, what has what has been the best moment? For me, there's a few. Um, even though I was having a really, I've been doing a lot of work on myself. And so personal development. And so 
I do have panic and anxiety disorder. Um, and I've really improved it a lot and I'm continuing to work on it and, um, all natural ways, meditation, breath, um, positive thinking, these type of methods. Okay. And so I was having a particularly stressful day, but I wanted to have what we call a mommy doll day, me and my son going out, just doing something that we like together. And, you know, he's older now. We don't get as many of those days as we used to. And so we got a day together or it really was just an evening because I had a long, hard, stressful day. And in the past, if I had that type of day, I would have said, I'm going to bed or even eaten some chocolate or something, you know? Um, nah, it wasn't like that. I just said, Hey, let's have a mommy del day. And we went out and we enjoyed ourselves. And I'm so proud of myself. I can see my growth and I had time with my son, which is the most precious thing to me. So that is definitely one of my favorite memories this holiday season. And then of course the launch of awesome Audrey's kooky Christmas and the amazing support from loved ones and, and new people in my life and people seeing my grandma's spirit, seeing the spirit of ABG, Allenberry Gardens, where I grew up, and how it was back in the day, you know, it was just very fun, loving, inclusive, lots of Irish, lots of people from Newfoundland, lots of Jamaicans, lots of Lebanese, just different cultures, Iranian, and um, everyone just being one, you know, so it's lots of love, so I really am grateful for all the messages, and yeah, so that is definitely something I'm grateful for. Um, of course, I'm grateful that I'm going to see my family this holiday. I'm grateful that we postponed our family event <laughs> in the wake of the storm and that we didn't try to drive in it when I seen the pileups. Lots of gratitude. So what has been your best moment so far this season? It could be just, it could be waking up. That's something amazing. I'm grateful every day. It could be the meal you ate. You know, I told you all about my jollof rice. It could be a phone call from a loved one. I had a great chat with my brother Paul the other day that was really, really lovely. Now I'm always grateful for my monk family, you know. Amazing deep connections with my goddaughter uh, Chanel. I haven't seen her in a little bit, but we always are so close and talk so regularly that I find it such a blessing. My sister Tasha, who always hits me up and checks on me, I'm grateful. You know, my sister Claudette, who, you know, is so busy, but always makes time to check in and see how I'm doing and tell me how she's doing. And I love her so much for that. And just so many wonderful, you know, blessings. Um, you know, it could be an unexpected card in the mail. I know that nobody does that anymore. I have a friend, Rola, who still does that sometimes. I always love and appreciate it. Um, whatever it is that you're grateful for, no matter how large or small, just focus on that, okay? When continue your breathing in and out. And as you continue to breathe, focus on the feeling that that gratitude gives you. The feeling of the neighbor knocking on the door with a small box of chocolates for you. The feeling of a lovely phone call with an old friend. Okay? What is it you're grateful for? Just dwell in that feeling. Dwell in the glow of thankfulness, of abundance of safety and security and happiness. Let your worries go. Let your expectations go. Let your fears go. Release them like a balloon up in the air, going away. Bye-bye, fear. Bye-bye, expectations. Bye-bye worries. Aren't worries irrational? I grew up, my grandmother calling me a worrywart. 
I still have an issue with worrying that I continue to work on, but I know that a lot of the things that have happened in my life that have been difficult, I never worried about. They happened, I hadn't even thought they would. And then a lot of the things I worried about didn't happen at all. So what a waste of energy, right? Let's let's let it go like a balloon. Bye-bye. Okay, let your worries go. No fears. Goodbye, fear. Doesn't help us, does it? Bye-bye. And just stay focused on what you are grateful for. And the joyful feeling it gives you, okay? Cozy into it. Cozy into that great feeling of joy, of inner peace. Ah, okay? And today's discussion, and let's keep our breath, and let's remember our tools while we go through it, could maybe bring up some anxiety, but we are here to then let it go like a balloon, my friends, okay? All right. Mayday, mayday. Merry Christmas. I got a quote for you. The jingle bells are jingling. The streets are white with snow. The happy crowds are mingling. But there's no one that I know. I'm sure that you'll forgive me if I don't enthuse. I guess I've got the Christmas blues. Dean Martin. Let's talk about it. I released my Christmas book in honor of my grandma this year, titled Awesome Audrey's Kooky Christmas. It's a really fun tale about Santa crashing into the hood and the kids giving him a hard time. As a result, Santa bans Christmas for all hoods everywhere. But Awesome Audrey saves the day with Christmas cheer and unconditional love. It is a reflection of the love I felt from my grandmother growing up, the fun and joy in my neighborhood, the festive vibes that we had long ago. It is a beautiful thought, and I am so honored that my son, illustrator, Tradell Lambert, a.k.a. Tradell the Comic God, follow him on Instagram, designed the cover art, which is so beautiful and magical and really captures the spirit. Um, this is my holiday happy place and sharing it with others means so much to me. All the photos and videos people send me with the book light up my day and seeing people on my website, platinumrouge.com, buying the book and reading the ebook to their children and grandchildren is so special to me. One person even wrote me that awesome Audrey is the best grandma. And that really warmed my heart because that's exactly how I feel and why I wrote the book. Like me, many adults enjoy reminiscing about childhood Christmases that brought them joy. But for some, it highlights the loss. For me and my family, we lost our matriarch when my grandma passed in 2015. I chose to focus on the light and joy of her spirit and not on the fact that in reality, Christmas is not the same without her. Then again, no day is quite the same without my grandma. We are humans, complex with battle wounds and hurt hearts, joy and pain, sunshine and rain, right? The truth is that my experience stress, that that people may experience stress, sadness, loneliness, isolation, depression, anxiety, regret, and more during the holidays. This is the thing nobody talks about, right? Yes, we are merry. Yes, we are grateful. But we know that there are some people who are lonely, who are isolated, who are depressed, who are overwhelmed, who have lots of people around them, but have so much to do that all of a sudden 
not only do you have your current normal daily expectations, which can already be a lot, but now you have all these other holiday expectations. Okay. So this episode is for anyone struggling to get through the season. I invite you to listen as many times as you need and just know that I love you and you will be okay. You will get through this. And if you think this episode is helpful, then I would love it if you would share it with others as well. Okay. And we can all get through the holidays together, but also heal to a point where we can enjoy them. They can be peaceful and prosperous and wonderful. Follow me, Jessica Vibes, at on Instagram and stay abreast all our projects and episodes that are geared to helping you live your best life. Okay, darlings? All right. Now, here is the conundrum. You can be both festive and happy, anxious and depressed. What? Yep, it's true. So, what are the causes of these Christmas blues? Let's take a closer look, okay? And we're going to discuss a few of them. The expectation of others, the general commercialization of the season, the pressure to show love with money and gifts that can cause financial anxiety and stress. If you are unable to practically meet the expectations of others, or your own desire to shower those you love with gifts, this can become stressful. I grew up in a winter wonderland, and it was very rare that I received less than like 30 gifts at Christmas time as a child. That was a child's dream. But my grandma was a shrewd financial planner. She really did buy gifts on sale all year around. She was intelligent and methodical. Me? Not so much. I took on her spirit of giving, but in a last minute and not always on sale sort of way. That can cause financial stress and a dichotomy of feelings. You love to give, but you don't love to pay for it. Honestly, a lot of people stress about how to make Christmas good for their loved ones. With social media ads constantly targeting, even bombarding you to shop, it's even harder because that's where you go to connect with the people you love. And then while there, you're bombarded and reminded of all the things that you could and should buy them. You imagine different people receiving different things that would improve their life and make it better and Your capacity to love and give just makes you want to do it all. But you're only human. No one can do it all. And that's the thing, right? You need to breathe easy. Are you still breathing? In. Exhale. There are ways to deal with this. And I'm going to give you some tips. Okay? Okay. Tip one, I do this, choose your top one, two, or three people and shower them with gifts only. Now, this is imagining that you have, if you're a multimillionaire, you go on, do your thing. But if you're an average person, this might help. Choose your one, two, three, you know, top people and shower them with gifts only. It is a lot more affordable than trying to give everything to everyone you meet. And to come, if you come from a large family like I do, it's really hard to try and do something for everyone. So by doing this, you're really focusing on quality, not quantity. And sometimes smaller, cuter Christmases are great. Okay? And next thing, and this is something I suggested to my family today. Well, not today, this season. And we're starting this as a tradition, and uh, I recommend it to you too. So another great tip is to try and use the white elephant game when doing large family get-togethers. It's better than Secret Santa because Secret Santa, if someone doesn't show up, it throws everything off. And you always know that for whatever reason, one or two people may not show up. And so you don't want to risk somebody being there without a gift and 
It's just kind of awkward. So white elephant is the perfect solution. Um, and this way everyone leaves with a gift. So I don't know if you know white elephant, but basically everybody shows up with a gift and then it's a game, right? You choose the gift and then somebody who goes next, like you pick names, see who goes first. And then the next person could either steal the gift that person opened or choose from the pile of gifts. And then at the end, everybody has a gift and everybody leaves with a gift and you had a fun time, a great bonding exercise. So it's really quite fun and of course affordable. Um, I personally don't like to set a dollar limit because white elephant with family or close fam get togethers is your way to give a gift in your style, whatever that style be. And because everyone has different giving capacities and philosophies and styles, it really should be left up to the individual who was giving the gift. After all, isn't that the point of Christmas and giving is to give from your heart and not particularly a set dollar rate? This leaves it open. It could be homemade, store-bought, expensive, inexpensive, heartfelt. It could add spiciness and joy and authenticity to the game. And you start to see people's personality when it in in what they chose to contribute. So I think it's cute. I think it's a great bonding, fun opportunity to kind of connect with family, give something, but not break the bank. And everyone has a great time. It reduces a lot of stress, um, especially financial stress for everyone. So yeah, try it. Hit me up at Jessica Vibes on Instagram and let me know what you think. Did you like playing White Elephant? Did it help your family? Did it like ease some of your financial stress? And listen, I've seen white elephant games where there's more expensive gifts and there's really cheaply, it's like inexpensive, but thoughtful, um, creative gifts um, that are meaningful. And people will want that sometimes. So no matter who comes to the table with a white elephant experience, it's valuable, you know, put your thought into it and make it wonderful. All right. I got another great tip for you guys. I'm full of gifts today. I'm like awesome Audrey spreading Christmas cheer and love today. And I'm just going to help you tap into the positives. Okay. So that you can combat any Christmas blues that might be looming, any anxiety that might be under the surface. John, no, I have anxiety too, so I get it, but let's try it together. Okay. All right. So another great tip is when it comes to like the little ones in your life, um, you want to work on focusing on things like creating memories. So for me growing up, my grandmother would bake cookies with me. My uncle would take me tobogganing, which was always fun. Um, he would always try to find the biggest hills. I was always scared. Um, I like the baby hills, but yeah, it was still very fun, right? Um, my grandma liked to go see the Christmas lights, which is always beautiful. I did a little bit of that with my son the other day, just around our neighborhood. Um, there's some beautiful homes. These little festive things, having, you know, family movie night where you watch Christmas shows. And what I seen new this year, um, and I guess cause I released awesome Audrey, Kooky Christmas is that people are going on to platinumrouge.com and they're ordering the ebook. And some of them are ordering two. And like I see grandparents, for example, ordering one book for themselves and then one to their child's email so that they're, they can, their, their, their adult child can bring up the book with their child. And the grandparent is like reading the book, Awesome Audrey's Kooky Christmas on um, FaceTime or WhatsApp or whatever video calling um, software they choose. They're reading it with the kids on there and the kids are really loving and enjoying it. It's a really fun, silly story. So it's a great bonding opportunity. It transcends like race, age, culture, religion, everything. And it's highly inclusive and very fun. So yeah, I see grandparents doing that and I love it. And then of course, parents are buying it for their children, snuggling up. Actually, one of my favorite was a, a man who wrote me um, on Instagram and I wish I had his at right now, I'd, I'd big him up, but maybe 
you know, another time or hit me up, I'll let you know. But um, he wrote me and he had actually purchased the ebook to read with his nieces and nephews during their family get together, their holiday get together. And I know um, I also have my cousin, Big Up Crystal, I love you. Um, yeah, and Crystal Daly, she did the same thing. She she got the book and they're going to read it to all of my, like her children and, and her sister's children. So like, in a way, I guess those are like little cousins to me because Crystal's my cousin. So yeah, I really love that. And so it's just about creating fun moments and laughs and memories. And, you know, movie nights are great, but inspiring literacy and reading is even better. You know, helping children use their imagination is priceless. And these, like, when you focus on little things, like what does that cost? $9.99. But it's like, you can read it over and over and over and give Christmas joy. I remember as a child, my mother read me, it was the longest books we had. It was um, Peter Rabbit. I don't remember which Peter Rabbit story, or sorry, Peter Cottontail. Yeah, I don't remember which, no, Peter Rabbit. It was Peter Rabbit. Sorry. I don't remember which one, but I remember it was long and I loved it when she would read it to me. And the other one was Dr. Zeus's sleep book. And that was a really long book. And I loved it. And also Audrey is a good length. And that's where you really have time to like sink into the story and get kids into the silliness and fun and imagine if, you know. So um, this is another affordable, epic way to make Christmas great, right? My grandma loved to really lean into the decorating and like all the little nuances. You don't have to only do commercial things. And of course, you know, these are fantastic ways to build bonds, lasting bonds, good long-term memories, okay? And to enjoy the holidays. Um, yeah. I mean, I also remember, like, I, I just like to, some of the other things that I just, I'm like, I don't see so many people doing these things anymore. Um, but growing up, for me, it was fun, like, when we would build snow forts, snowmen, make snow angels, right? Like, we need to bring back Christmas caroling. I don't know if, in my adult life if I've seen anybody Christmas carol, but I know in in the hood growing up, man, we did that regularly. And sometimes people even gave us money, but it was just fun. It's a memory I have with some of the older, some of the people who are older in my community, like Ruby, April, Eileen, like these people would come and say like, okay, we're going caroling, my uncle Tim. And we would, and they, they dragged me along, little old me. And, and we would knock on people's door and sing. I don't know. It was just so fun. So these are the ways that the holidays become magical, right? Um, Yeah. You gotta, you gotta bring back some of these celebratory practices because if not, like it's like stripping the fiber off the food. It's just all processed and bad for you, right? It's just all consumerism and bye, bye, bye. No, you want the substance. Keep the integrity of Christmas, which is really about getting together with your family or loved ones or spending quality time or doing fun activities. And of course, the truth of Christmas is that it's the birth of, it's about the birth of God's son, Jesus. It's about love and light and hope. It is a spirit I tried to capture in my book, Awesome Audrey's Kooky Christmas too. It's unconditional love. If we consider the origins, one may wonder why do people feel anxiety and stress during the holidays? Surely, unconditional love, light, hope, and joy are great things to celebrate. Surely, God and his son, Jesus, are great to celebrate. In reality, celebrating unconditional love can lead some to mourn the loved ones they lost to have regrets about past trauma, or to feel sad because they themselves do not feel the love they desire from others. Feeling a lack of connection and love over the holidays can lead to a very depressing holiday experience, you know? Um, mourning lost loved ones can, can cut really deep. I understand how difficult that is. And I have some tips to help you that 
that might help you. I don't know. You could try them if you like or not. But personally, they did help me, okay? For lost loved ones. As you know, my grandma raised me. I love her dearly. She passed away in 2015. And before she passed away, I promised her I would create this children's story about her and share it with the world, okay? So why then did it take me from 2015, when I had that conversation with my grandmother, to 2022 to publish a children's book, even though I published two other ones in that time? And the reason is because I lost one of the most significant people in my life, okay? I was mourning my grandmother hard. And while most just see me smile, I was battling random crying outbursts and this deep pain inside of my heart because I knew that one of the only people who ever loved me unconditionally was now gone. And I really missed her. I still really miss her. We all have people we miss. And I wrote that story shortly after she passed. But I wasn't ready to share her with the world yet. My heart still hurt too much. Then, through lots of personal development and work on myself, I was able to heal to a point where not only did I want to share her story, but I had a deep, relentless desire to make sure that everyone knew about Audrey Lambert, a.k.a. Awesome Audrey, and her amazing Christmas spirit and capacity to love. And in fact, in 2015, I also lost, well, I lost my father and I lost my best friend, one of my best friends and my sister, Sherry Monk. And so, of course, this story gave me an opportunity to cameo Sherry as well and to show a little bit of her beautiful spirit and love and really celebrate, you know, people I missed. And even in the dedication part, you'll see that I, 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 I do mention in loving memory to Sherry Monk, to Amy Davidson, which is my cousin. Growing up, she was an absolute angel in my life, and I still feel her presence. Um, of course, to my grandmother and to my stepdad, Bill McKay, because, you know, he really did step up for me and, and and be a good stepfather to me. And I was grateful for him as well, of course. Um, and I feel like that's, you know, how we can start to heal. For me, by sharing my grandmother's story, I feel healing. It's cathartic. Um, When I have messages that are positive from the book, and people say that they love Awesome Audrey, my heart rejoices. This is, my friends, one way to deal with loss. Not everyone's going to write a book, but sharing fond memories with family, incorporating that person's memory into your holiday festivities. This year, I gave my son one of um, one gift from Awesome Audrey, like under our tree, instead of Santa. So normally I'd give him a gift from Santa. This year I gave him a gift from Awesome Audrey. Even still, my nephew Mason, who's so adorable and is only two years old, now believes that Awesome Audrey is Santa. He received the book in the mail and he saw her beautiful spirit and said, Santa, Santa, how wonderful is that? Oh my goodness. There are ways that celebrating a memory can help heal the loss. Pay tribute. Try to focus on the good times. Try to give thanks that you had this person in your life. What a gift. Their memory is the gift that keeps on giving. If you let it, I know that it's hard. And I know some losses are much more difficult than others. And it's... It's not an easy ask, but if you can learn to tribute and celebrate, there's some healing in that. 
That's why you see when celebrities pass, they'll, they'll, they'll try to commemorate them because that's pain poured out into love. Tributes of takeoff everywhere, love. Tributes of Biggie, love. Like, people want to show love. Show your loved ones who have passed love by making them a part of your tradition. And that can be very cathartic. All right. Now we got to talk about another very important thing, my dears. Self-love, okay? For some, this is a season of loneliness and isolation. And where perhaps you feel that you are uncelebrated, unappreciated, even invisible. Listen, I get it. Sometimes you give and give and no one gives to you. And that can be so hard. For this person, I say, I know why. I know why you feel unappreciated, but I also know that you need to know your own why. For example, when I give to people, I know I will give sometimes to people that I know they will not give to me. Okay? And I understand my why, so I'm okay with it. If I just want to spread love or if I just want to show that I thought of someone, show appreciation, then that gift is from me to that person to show them love. In fact, I'm not expecting anything in return. Gifts are not meant to be something you give just to get something. So as long as you understand why you're doing it, then you're free to give to whom you'd like and not worry about if it comes back to you. Also, you know, there's a lot of, like, especially for people who are are rich, have means, there's a lot, you know, or no matter how, what you have, though, like, I've been very, very poor in my life at times, and I still always found a way to give. It's such a beautiful healing thing to do. And be grateful that you're alive and that you have love in your heart and that you are able to give. What a blessing. What a blessing. So focus not so much on what people are doing for you. Try and focus on what you have the capacity to do for others and love freely, unconditionally, without expectation. These are the ways that you can use your power, okay, and the power of your mind to shift perspective and create a truly magical holiday season. Imagine that. Your real gift is not under your tree, my friends. Your real gift is in your mind. Okay? Likewise, if you are celebrating Christmas alone, if you feel you do not have many family or friends around, what a spectacular time to pour into yourself. Love yourself. Go shopping and gift yourself something special. And if you have a need to give, what a great time to volunteer or donate to local causes. Love is free, okay? It does not have to be monetary gifts. I have a family member I know I cannot buy anything for, but I still love this person so much, right? I mean, they have everything. So it's like, what do you buy for the person that has everything? But I love them and I still want to show them love. So I instead try to do acts of service, right? Or I try to just show my unconditional love and give unwavering support. And I feel like those are things that are very precious. And sometimes the things that are precious are priceless. And perhaps in that way, maybe this person gets some of the best gifts from me. I don't know. The pandemic has taught us that connecting virtually really does make a difference as well. Okay, so also let's not forget to love, you know, the people that are far by connecting the way that we can connect and just appreciating that we have technology and we're able to do that. Also, you know, let's remember to love thy neighbor, knocking on a neighbor's door and saying Merry Christmas, offering a token, maybe a couple of freshly baked cookies or whatever, a thought, a well wish. It's such a great feeling and such a lovely thing to do. Building neighborly connections is positive for your overall environmental well-being as well. Spread love. Spread cheer. 
right? Hold the door for someone when you're out shopping. Be courteous. All of these things are in line with the spirit of Christmas. And please, please never forget, no matter what, pour into you, okay? Okay, we're moving right along, guys. I have another present for you to open, and this one is called Expectations. But first, please take a second to breathe in. You know the drill, hold. Breathe out through pierced lips. I want you to do that a couple times because we're getting hype up in this. And, you know, I want you to savor these gifts, okay? Merry Christmas. In through the nose. Out through the mouth. Okay. While some feel isolated and alone, others cannot get a minute to themselves. This is where good Christmas boundaries come into place. When I was growing up, my grandmother had an open door policy. Anyone who came, anytime they came, were accommodated. Sometimes she was more than happy for the company and happy to see an old friend or long-lost family member. Other times, she was upset, something she would really only show me. She felt pressured. She was just about to go to bed, and here comes fill-in-the-blank, so-and-so, whomever blew, the, blew in with the wind that day, to have a drink or shoot the shit, and she would... Put on an accommodating smile and never let on that she had a long day and was exhausted. Honestly, I never understood it until I grew up and found myself doing the same thing. All of a sudden, I was my grandma. Open door policy, no privacy, no good boundaries, a free for all. No thanks. I've come a long way since then. Personal development, baby. It's why we tune into Jesse's world, okay? Let's get it. I learned that my mental health and wellness, my routine, my peace and integrity of my home all depend on solid boundaries. And most of the year, I do great with putting my boundaries firmly in place. Or at least better than I used to. Until Christmas. Christmas is a time where everyone wants you to drive everywhere and get together and boy, isn't that fun and wonderful. Thank God you are loved. Like sincerely, truly, thank God you're invited. Thank God they think of you. Thank God you're loved. Also, however, you have to balance real life. You still have work, home, family. You still need personal time. You still have to prioritize. You have health. You need to take care of your well-being. You still have to be willing to say no if it truly does not work for you. Or if you don't want to say no, at least maybe not right now. Okay? A great example of this is the storm we just had in Ontario, Canada. We had a family day planned on the same day as the storm was said to come. And I live about two hours away from my Uncle Tim, which is where we are, all, we are all going to get together. Okay, I was intending to drive there. Then my uncle called me and said, let's call it. Like, let's reschedule for after Christmas. I was so relieved. I knew about the storm, but I didn't want to be the one to call it. I didn't want people disappointed in me, upset with me. So I was just like, not sure what to do. And I was really, really grateful that my uncle said, no, safety first. I want to see everybody. We want all, we, of course, we all want to get together, but I don't want anybody hurt in the roads. And I really, really am grateful because, you know, I wrote the family in the group chat and everybody agreed. And then the, st the storm did come on schedule and boom, the hydro line in front of my house snapped and boom, no power and you know, our streets blocked off and I snows up to my waist, right? A hundred car pile up in the news in the GTA right through where I'd need to drive. Oh my goodness. 
and me alone thinking, would I have still went if Tim didn't call and cancel? Would I have risked it because I don't want to say no? Boundaries matter, my friend. Sometimes you need to say no today so that you can say yes to all the days ahead of it. Okay, my friends, you need not have a May Day Christmas. Okay, you need not have a May Day Christmas. There are tools. Want to breathe in through the nose, out through pierced lips. There are tools, okay? No alarms, no alerts, no anxiety, no stress. Just love. Love yourself. Pour into you. Manage your expectations. Don't expect everybody to be there, give, do. And don't expect you to be able to be super person all the time. Choose your top one, two, three people and pour into them unconditionally, without expectation. Choose your other top seven after those first three. And, you know, do what you can to connect and give little thoughts, maybe. Then wish everyone else well and live to enjoy another holiday season. Okay, family? Celebrate your loved ones who passed and make them a part of your annual holiday celebration. For me, my grandchildren and their grandchildren and their grandchildren will know who awesome Audrey is. And if all goes well, fingers crossed, prayer hands up, so will the rest of the world. Because that is how I keep my grandmother a part of our annual Christmas celebration. Breathe in. Breathe out. There's always a way. Remember this day is about unconditional love and that extends to self-love. It's about hope so that even if you are in a bad situation right now, hope for a better tomorrow. Well, that is the ultimate Christmas gift for you, my friend. You are loved. Merry Christmas and I can't wait to release my New Year's episode next week where we talk about setting up our mindset for a very, very prosperous year to come. It is going to be an amazing episode. Do not miss it. And remember, please give me a gift this season and like, follow, share, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at Jessica Vibes, J-E-S-S-I-C-A. B-I-B-E-Z. Okay, I'll consider it a gift under my tree. I'm Jessica Lambert, your host for Jesse's World, and I'm wishing you a very, very happy holiday season. God bless.